Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. The Cass County Sheriff's Office released their arrest report from November 21st through December 17th. 45-year-old Steve Tingle Jr. of Griswold was arrested December 17th on a warrant for disorderly conduct. 46-year-old Monica Volkortsen of Fort Dodge was arrested December 12th for possession of a controlled substance. 33-year-old Ashley Fuentes of Des Moines was arrested December 10th on a warrant for failure to appear. 41-year-old Jason Edward of Anita was arrested December 18th for public intoxication. And 52-year-old Terry Filer of Omaha, Nebraska was arrested November 21st for OWI first and eluding. Red Oak Police arrested 54-year-old Vernon Brinkley Wharf of Red Oak on Thursday for domestic abuse, assault, and child endangerment. Officers transported Wharf to the Montgomery County Jail and held him on no bond. Iowa schools are still prepping to remove books off shelves according to the new law restricting books containing sexual material. The deadline is a week away, and Griswold and Lenox schools shared Superintendent Dave Henricks says the biggest challenge is interpreting the law. Certainly don't personally have a problem with the portion of the law that talks about um, books should not be present if they have a description or depiction of a sexual act. Henrik said the frustrating part of the language is that books must be age appropriate. And although there are some definitions out there, it really comes down to opinion. And when a school like Griswold and Lenox, uh, we, we have a couple libraries, an elementary library and then a middle school, high school library. They're, the age spans really are great, right? At Griswold, it's 6 through 12. And so, you know, in theory, what may be appropriate for a junior senior may not be age appropriate for a 6th or 7th grader. And obviously, in my opinion, at some point, that's an opinion. Henrik said it would be helpful if there were a master list of books that are not allowed. There are several lists out there, but they're inconsistent, and there's not the one list that's the rule in the law. And so, again, that's, to me, that's the most frustrating part of, of the whole situation is just the inconsistency or opinion piece, because opinions do vary, and um, everyone's entitled to their own. School administrators across the state are concerned with possible punishments if they miss a book. Iowa State Education Association President Mike Bernick says teachers will be alerted if the law is violated. The current drought is the longest in Iowa since the 1950s, with abnormally dry and drought conditions extending into the 188th week in a row. Following the 16th driest November on record, precipitation for December is currently about 60% of average, which is normally 1.37 inches. Portions of southeast Iowa recorded above normal rainfall for the month, leaving most of the state with below average precipitation. Depending on potential rainfall during the coming weekend, December could finish with average levels. This would help stabilize but not improve drought conditions. The Shelby County Board of Supervisors approved a resolution for the Shelby County Handbook Addendum establishing an EMS pay scale. The resolution states that Shelby County voters passed a public measure establishing a $0.75 cents per thousand dollars of taxable valuation levy for the establishment of a county-operated emergency medical services department. The establishment and organization of the department was abruptly and unexpectedly placed on Shelby County to be completed by December 1st, and the employment wage scales had not been determined 
determined as of December 1st. The employee's wage scale will be placed as an addendum to the county employee handbook. You can view that wage scale on the story on our website at westerniowatoday.com. The addendum will be filed with the county handbook and set to expire on June 30th, 2024, unless a new wage scale has been approved by June 30th. The supervisors also held a public hearing concerning an interfund loan, which may be needed to fund Shelby County EMS for beginning cash flow purposes. There were no public comments. It has been proposed that the county approve an internal advance of funds in the amount of $125,000 for the purpose of paying the costs of startup of the EMS department, including operation and employee costs, and in order to make the advance eligible to be repaid from the future EMS department income, including property tax receipts. The resolution authorizing a loan to the Emergency Medical Services Fund was approved. A public hearing was also held on an ordinance to allow Shelby County to receive the 1% income taxes approved by voters and collected by the Iowa Department of Revenue to be returned to Shelby County to be used for EMS expenditures. There were no comments during the hearing, and the board approved the resolution. In other action, the supervisors approved the promotion of Chris Fredrickson to County Engineer effective January 22nd. Chris Fredrickson has been the Assistant Engineer for over six years. The supervisors also approved the appointment of Tom Kalman to the Veterans Commission Board. Zach Nunn, U.S. Representative for Iowa's 3rd Congressional District, visited Berg Electric in Atlantic Thursday. Nunn said he is trying to get out to as many of these small businesses who are driving the economy, and he noted that there are two things he is proud of. One is helping the small businesses through an expansion of the small business grants. Now, you guys know this. I mean, buying one of these trucks alone is more than $50,000. We want to really up the ceiling for that so that when we do major uh, small business loans and grants, that you guys have access to a larger pool of money. And I look at you because I know you're probably doing most of the, the billing and the grant proposals. Also, we want to make sure that our Small Business Administration is helping you guys write these grants in a way that are going to be more competitive. Nunn said they also want to roll back the amount of regulatory overreach that is happening in the administration. So much of this is supposed to be done by the people that you elect in Congress to be the ones to write the rules, and we are seeing a number of agencies, and I think of the um, Consumer Protection Bureau probably being one that hits you guys up all the time, really weighing in on how you have to do business. OSHA, putting another regulatory burden for you every time you guys just go out You've been doing this for long enough. You know what's safe, what's unsafe. You've never had an issue, and then OSHA changes the rules, all of a sudden shows up and gives you a fine. These are the kind of things where Congress is supposed to have oversight of these administrative elements, and far too often they'll write the rule, and then they'll ask for input back from a small business owner, or worse, they'll implement the rule and they'll start fining people only to realize that we had to have congressional approval to do this, and so now all of a sudden they have all this money, and you, once you get fined, they're very rarely going to come back and reimburse you for that. So we want to make sure that we're holding those guys accountable. We want to be your first kind of whistle stop of um, sounding alarms so we can provide supporting fires on this. Nunn asked employees of Berg Electric if there are things they are hearing or things that they need that they in Washington, D.C. or at the local level can be more helpful with. Nathan Berg said the biggest thing they need right now is hope. We need hope. Yeah. Uh, everything coming out of the news, out of the media, everything is negatively driven. Yes, sir. Everybody comes into work every morning and they're like, why am I doing this? Yeah. What we need is a, a path forward as a country, something we're doing for America, not for Ukraine, not for Israel, right. or any of this other stuff, for America. We need hope and we need purpose and we need a, a direction to go. Nunn said what he thinks is most powerful is when he takes a story like Berg's to Washington, D.C. 
and saying, this is how it's impacting not only our real family, the next generation of leaders here, but here's the things that have, they've been successful despite some of the challenges coming out of Washington. And so to be able to say, hey, I just talked to Nathan, we went to Berg Electric and we saw a family who started from scratch, served their country, came back and are now providing back to Cass here. That, that makes a huge impact, right? And from one military person to another, Nunn presented Nathan Berg and family with some challenge coins. The story here is, means you got an ally on the other side of the trench. Uh, you're fighting a good fight. Let me, uh, as a good Air Force guy, let me be your air cover and help you where I can. So I'm Berg Electric in Atlantic does work ranging from new construction, remodels, repairs for residential, commercial, and agriculture, electrical inspections, and even solar. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Andy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.